Hey everybody, it's Friday night and it's time to jump into the fire. You've got Ron Hall, aka Red Zone here once again. And we're going to start this out. I got a very, very special guest. Got his damn Bass Pro hat on. I see him there. It is my grandson, folks. It is Austin Brown, future football star for the Lakeview Fort Oglethorpe Warriors. How's it going, grandson? It's going good. How is the knee? Because everybody in town was worried about it. Uh, it's good now. It's a lot better. So, hello, Kim and Coach Klein over at Ridgeland. His wife just said to tell you hello. All right. And if and if you turn around, kill that cat in your living room. <laughs> I see that cat. And your uncle, Chris, has just joined in. Um, have you gotten a... So, hello, Tina. Have we gotten the results back as exactly what the injury is? Uh, the x-rays, it showed nothing, but it's just a bruised knee. So, how long are you out? Uh, not that long because it feels better than it was, and I can kind of walk on it now. Well, that's a good thing. I know you're excited about the season. Hello, Jane. Thank you. Um, I know you're excited about the season. And <laughs> um, and then they got the word yesterday that the big scrimmage against Ridgeland is not going to happen, right? Uh, I don't know. Georgia, Georgia, yeah, Georgia said no scrimmages this year. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. So, slot receiver and linebacker, right? Mm-hmm. Which do you prefer? Linebacker, because I like hitting people. Yeah, and folks that don't know the coaching staff at LFO, former Tennessee volunteer, Nate Middlebrooks is the linebacker coach. And to be somebody as old as he is, he's still beefed up. Yeah. He is a big guy. Can you imagine him hitting you? No. <laughs> uh -uh. But the schedule you guys have to play, and I'm going to get your head coach, my buddy, Bo Campbell. Has he even shaved yet? Uh, I can't tell. I can't really tell. Yeah, because the, the coaches have to wear masks out there during practice, don't they? Uh-huh. Now, what are they doing for you guys, for the players, to make sure everybody stays healthy? Um, they're, when we're doing tackling, they would make sure that we're, like, six feet apart. Um, <clears throat> we, like, almost separated the whole time, except for, like, doing plays and stuff because we have to be enclosed. Yeah. And they still did. And how are they handling the footballs themselves? Are they wiping them down after every play? Uh, we have like 10 other footballs. So each play, a new ball comes out there. Yeah. And the quarterback, whatever ball they touch, they have to keep for the rest of practice. Oh, my. Yeah. 
But after practice, we'd put our pads and helmets up facing out so they can spray them down. Now, heads, I got to ask because I'm a uniform guy. Yeah. Do they have new unis this year? No. It's no. The same old uniforms. Well, they're still pretty good. Yeah. They're still pretty good. So, but what else is going on? How do you like having a niece, a baby niece, Uncle Austin? Uh, coach just sent out a text. Uh, our workouts are suspended till August 17th because somebody tested positive. Oh, crap. So yeah. somebody on the LFO team is tested positive. Uh-huh. Well, it's getting worse as we go along because – there was some news, and I'll break it later, about the FCS. That's the division that the mocks are in. And I'll get to that later on after you've – I hear that – I hear my great-grandchild. Gosh, almighty. You know, if you could have a great television moment here, you could be holding your little niece, but I, I won't get you to do that. I mean, that would embarrass you, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, Ashley! Now, no, you, can, you can hear your mom running oh, her I ain't, holding her. I ain't holding her. I'm not holding her. But um, you're still a dog guy, right? Yeah. You're still Georgia Bulldogs through Always. and through. Always. That's all yeah. I came to work for. Oh, no, it's not. But um, Yes, it is. Now, this LFO's in a tough region. Yeah. We lost gotta, a lot of teams that we play. Yeah. Transferred. Yeah. And don't you guys open with uh, Heritage? Yeah, our first game is Heritage. Like as always. Yeah. And that's, yeah. They're only one classification bigger, and you guys – can beat them, and I hope you do. Yeah. I mean, I wish the LFO games were still on radio. Because I, would, I would beg Randy Smith to let me be in the booth with him doing the LFO games, especially as you progress. Yeah. Because you're just a freshman. Yeah. So, it's going – I mean – by this time next year, who knows? One you will have beefed up. Oh, there is Cindy Lou. Um, hello, Alan. But all in all, you've got some really good coaches at LFO. Mama, my daughter, his mom is interrupting him. While he is doing this, yeah, don't know. <laughs> the coaching, the, the coaches you've got up there are some of the best around because yeah. you got Bo Campbell, the head coach, you got Charlie Wiggins, Nate Middlebrooks, and you're going to be hard pressed to find coaches that good. Yeah. And yeah, soft spot in my soft spot in my heart for Charlie Wiggins because there was no West Coast offense in this area until Charlie Wiggins came to town. Yeah. 
and Charlie Wiggins loves to throw the football. Uh oh, she wants she wants her Uncle Austin. Austin, buddy, I appreciate you taking a few minutes while you're seeing mama. Yeah. And I will holler at you during the week next week. Okay. All right, buddy. All right. Bye. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. There, folks. Hi. There is my daughter, Amy, and my grand great granddaughter, Ashley. Say hi. Hold her up just a little bit. There's my great granddaughter, Ashley, and I think she's trying to find her papa. He's not there. Hey, Ashley. Do you see Papa? She's wanting to jump through the screen. <laughs> All right, th guys. Thank you, Amy say and Joey. Bye, bye. Bye. All right, I will. I will see you Monday, Amy. All righty. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was fun, folks. Hey, I'm not in this to just dazzle you with information i introduced my family now you've met them all no you have not met my granddaughter uh ashley's mother so they she's next and that will take care of the family um a lot of a lot of stuff today and if you look down at the scroll guess what they tested the crap at the wastewater treatment plant out on moccasin bend Thank you, Jane. <clears throat> and according to the testing, the Hamilton County Health Department is way off on the number of COVID cases. Does that mean our crap is infested with COVID? God, I hope they're treating that water. Because that would be kind of crappy if they didn't. No, that was a bad choice of words. Um but that, in a way, is kind of odd that somehow they're able to figure out that Hamilton County Health Department is way, way off. Way off on the number of cases. They're talking it could be double what Hamilton County Health Department is reporting, which would mean over 10,000 cases in the county. So health department said they're not buying the numbers, but you know, as our president who just got back from Thailand, not Thailand, Thailand is want to say it is what it is. Now, when I was talking to Austin, I was going to tell you, there was some breaking news this afternoon. The FCS playoffs will not be held this year. There will not be enough teams participating in football at the FCS level to justify having an NCAA playoff. Because come Monday, the Missouri Valley Conference, which is the strongest FCS conference, it has gozillion time national champion North Dakota State Bison will announce that they're not playing. They're going to shoot for the spring. James Madison, who is going to be the mocks 
first game of the season after the Western Kentucky game was postponed, James Madison announced today, no, football is on hold. Hopefully there will be a spring season. There is a big, big push going on right now to have FCS play in the spring. How would that work? Because you would start probably in late January, early February and go through May. And that would be tough because my position with the mocks, there have always been conflicts. But my instructions are you do the sport that is in season. So the last three or four years, I have not done the blue gold football game because we would have a softball game at the same time. And the athletic director and sports information director, Jay Blackman, is, have always said you do the sport that is in season. So that would, you know, if they play spring football, that's going to create a conflict with softball because that is in season. So conference and more, I mean, right now, according to the NCAA bylaws, there are not going to be enough teams to have postseason playoffs. So it was a great tweet. If anybody saw it from Mox football coach Rusty Wright last night, we will play anybody. We'll play FCS. We will play. Power five conferences. We will play group of five conferences. Our guys just want to play football. Direct message him for more information. Now, that was priceless by Coach Wright. That was priceless. But more and more, because at that level, there's not money to test as often as you should. And I don't know if we just broke news, but Austin said that they just got a text. An LFO player has tested positive. So practice is suspended for 10 days. So they'll go back to practice on the 33rd birthday of my son, Christopher. But... And just for the high school football fans out there, they're supposed to take a vote Monday or Tuesday, but there is a big push by a majority of the high school athletic directors in the state of Florida to move their season and start it in December. You can do that in Florida because I lived there. And it really you only have a couple of cold weeks during the winter. The rest of the time, it's wonderful. Maybe 
and that's that could be the question of the night. Should I find a sugar mama in Florida? I would give all of this up. The only thing is, summertime is brutal, especially inland in Florida. Because if there's a hell on earth, it is Orlando in the summertime. But if they push theirs to the winter, see, Alan's all for He says, go for it. Find me a sugar mama in Florida. But uh, that'll be interesting to see how the state of Florida handles it. And I apologize. I neglected to uh, really do the research. Tennessee has added for the conference, since SEC is conference only, this season they've added Auburn and Texas A&M. And that should be pretty good. That should be pretty good. And for the Dogs fans, I honest, I don't know. My opinion is Kirby Smart is just a poor man's Nick Saban, and until Nick Saban calls it quits, there ain't nobody else going to win the SEC but Alabama. And it'll be interesting to see, and this is how long I've been out of high school football, except for being focused on East Ridge. It was so much fun to be around Ridgeland for those years and see those recruiters coming. You never knew who was going to be coming in to watch Von Bell. Never knew. I think his name was Withers. At the time, he was an assistant coach at Ohio State. I think he was there constantly. And a really nice guy. And that's the thing. And that's why local media seems to neglect the tradition that is at Ridgeland. And no, I am not sucking up to Kim Klein. Facts are facts. And nobody... There is no high school in this area that is in the last 10 years that has produced more Power 5 recruits than Ridgeland. They've had them go to Oklahoma State. They've had them go to South Carolina. They've had them go to Ohio State. They've had them go to Alabama. The list goes on and on. The kid, Mason Harris, who played at South Carolina, the last I heard, he is now in NASCAR. He was a linebacker at South Carolina, and I've not talked to him in a couple of years. The last I heard, he was a NASCAR pit crew member. So, there's nobody. And I'm sorry. And everybody makes this statement. If UTC recruited locally, they would draw better. Well, folks, all you got to do, the last, I've been there for 15 years. And if you check the rosters, 
for all 15 years, there have been an abundance of local players. It takes a one, it's a very special athlete that goes to a power five school like Ohio state, Tennessee, Alabama, um, Oklahoma state places like that. That's a very special player. They're on a level all their own. Then there's another level. Those are the guys that go to FCS schools, schools like Chattanooga, Samford, James Madison, North Dakota state, uh, the up and comer Kennesaw state. And I know there's, uh, Austin P and the rest go D two D three NAIA. And this area is limited in the amount of talent, even at the FCS level, just because daddy says my son can play at Tennessee. No. And who was it? And I wish I could. Kim said something about Carson Newman. Did they switch to the spring also? I think that's what I saw while Austin was on. And um, Mason Harris is a good kid. He is a really fine young man. He's not a kid anymore. But so Carson Newman is going to the spring. How would people feel about that? And that's the question because they're starting to be a little bit of momentum to totally move college football at that level from the FCS level on down, moving it to the spring and not compete with the, the big boys. Would that help a team like Chattanooga if they took FCS, moved it and played it in the spring and you didn't have a conflict between say Georgia, Alabama and Tennessee and watching the mocks because there's a, a lot of folks have that com. Uh, and I just got a text message from somebody. Yep. From Kip about the Carson Newman thing. Puh. That was the worst night of my life, folks. And when I have Jeff Wilcox on here on the 20th, that's my worst experience ever in football. When Carson Newman came to Finley Stadium to play the mocks. And Carson Newman won. Under no circumstances should a team like Carson Newman beat a team at that level. But it happened. And boy, it was ugly. But would it be advantageous? As a, Would a coach, a high school coach, how would they handle the recruiting? I mean, it, it opens it up. FCS schools can go in and recruit more if they're not in season. But, it, I mean, that 
there's so many things that would have to be worked out if they move FCS football to the spring. We'll just have to wait and see. I, my gut tells me that's what the ultimate decision from the NCAA may be is this year we'll have FCS playoffs in the spring because more and more teams are wanting to move to the spring to have a chance at a national championship. Um, right now, Southern Conference is full bore. We want to play football. Well, go for it. I'll be there. I will be there. But you're not going to be able to, I mean, you're going to play for a conference championship. And really, in the grand scheme of things, conference championship is pretty damn good. So, uh, we talked about the crap getting tested. No more commercials in Tennessee. I apologize to all you people down in Georgia who still have to sit through the Marjorie Green and John Cowan ads. But Bill Haggerty kicked Manny Sethi's butt last night. So now maybe the Chattanooga area shills for Manny Sethi will just go away. Your time's passed. Your 15 minutes are up. It's obvious nobody pays attention to who you endorse. It's over. Uh, big upset up Signal Mountain Red Bank, Tom DeCosimo. He got his hat handed to him by Marco Perez. District 1, it is what it is. They got Rhonda for another term. My favorite troller on Twitter. She claims she has a PhD, professional hairdresser. That's not a knock on people who do hair because I need to get my hair did. Really do. And it's about time. Um, so, Georgia folks, I am so sorry you've got to put up with that garbage for another week. I mean, I cannot fathom the decision you folks have to make when you go vote next week. Um, I posted a video from Michael Douglas. And it doesn't matter whether you vote Democrat or, or Republican anymore, excuse me. The cards are stacked against us all. I mean, the new stimulus package. President Trump wants a bit a trillion dollars. They negotiated. Pelosi cut theirs down to two big two trillion. They can't. Jen Lambert, boy, did I miss you today. I like Jeff, but your voice is desperately needed in the mornings. Um, just, and now the latest news is President Trump is going to take executive action 
So how he's going to be able to pull off spending $1 trillion without congressional approval is beyond me. But there are some people that are still out there hurting badly. Badly they're hurting and they need the help. Uh, I mean, folks who live, for instance, in Section 8, hey, they can get their ass evicted right now. They can be evicted. All of those things. I know people who were drawing unemployment and they were getting that extra 600 bucks. But that's gone. Many of them are furloughed employees that may never get their job back. I know Chattanooga.com is making this huge deal about the financial difficulties of CBL. You heard it here first. Within the next 12 to 24 months, Hamilton Place will be empty. Online shopping is killing shopping malls. Why would I want to drive to Hamilton Place when I can sit on my lazy ass and order something online and have it delivered to me? I know some people enjoy the social interaction of going to the mall. I don't. If Walmart hasn't got it, I don't need it. Although Food City is having a big sale, and I may see them tomorrow. I think they've got Mayfield ice cream for $1.89 a carton. Limit five. And I, could, I could handle me some ice cream. But people are hurting. And something's got to be done. And that includes Northgate because CBL owns Northgate and they are in a financial spiral like this city may have never seen. And if they don't get their finances handled and get something worked out with their creditors, There is potential for hundreds and thousands of people who work at the malls are going to be out of work. Now, I'm not, I, I know a lot of people don't like going to Wally World. And now that Food City has lowered some of their prices on some of their staple items, it's not bad. I just, do it for convenience because I'm, you know, a couple of miles away. Uh, Jen, they are, they're talking about taking the old Sears and turning it into a school, but this is the Hamilton County school board. And God knows with Rhonda Thurman in there, holy crap, Rhonda Thurman, mm. my favorite troller on Twitter who says, I need to get my facts straight. My facts were straight, Rhonda. Your kid only went to elementary school, then she went to private school. 
And I saw a story today, and my friends down in Georgia, apparently cases are really on the rise in Walker County, and there are some, a handful of teachers who are questioning, is it safe to go back to school? I don't know. Um, my buddy Rusty Parkhill from Scenic City Sports, by the way, he'll be joining us Sunday night. Monday night will be David Stevenson of the National Association of Christian Athletes, and I just confirmed Tuesday night I will be joined by the, with all due respect to Jeff Stiles, who I respect way up there. I will be joined by one of the two and you might could put put Jeff in there. There are three godfathers of talk radio for Chattanooga. Three. One of them's Jeff. The other one is the late, great Dr. B, Gary Haskew. And the other one? is the man who started it all. The music man, Jerry Haskew, who started Sport Talk, which was realistically Chattanooga's first real foray into talk radio. I'll be joined by Jerry Haskew, and he is, and he will deflect but Jerry Haskew is on the Rushmore of Chattanooga music. With his years with the Cumberland Trio. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk how Sport Talk started. And then we're going to talk about a new CD he's released and an upcoming gig he's going to be doing with another possible member of the Chattanooga Music Rushmore, Roger Allen Wade who I heard the other day that that hillbilly singer Josh Turner has recorded Roger's Country State of Mind, which was a huge hit for Hank Jr. So, and then, of course, I got, I mean, for whatever reason, Nick Bonsanto, former talk guy here in Chattanooga, who's now out in Vegas, seems to think Kane Brown belongs on the Rushmore of Chattanooga music. I'm sorry. You might like Kane Brown, but no, he ain't Rushmore worthy. So Tuesday night, I'll be joined by the music man, Jerry Haskew. Don't forget on the 20th, it'll be uh, my former compadre with the mocks, Jeff Wilcox and this, and it Because it's not. I think I relayed the story when I did the NCAA FCS National Championship game at Finley Stadium. It was a 98-page script with everything down to one to the tenth of a second. And I had two people 
I had a microphone in front of me and one in each ear telling me, go, 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 go. And you better not mess up and say Thailand or Yosemite. Hopefully you caught that joke. Because he's the rootinest, tootinest, east, north, south, east, and west of the Pecos. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it was sad that Songbirds announced they're shutting down. I know Sandra's on with us tonight. She was there the night that our old classmate, Danny Shirley, and Confederate Railroad appeared at Songbirds. Nice mini class reunion. It's time we do another one. I mean, you know, Hickson High School, Class 74, we got to stay together. But that's going to wrap it up. I just thought I'd get on here and run my pie hole for a few minutes. I'm not here to give you advice. I'm just here to have fun, entertain. It's like when I was talking to Cowboy Joe last night. After I told WAAK down in Ringgold to stuff it up their ass, I don't want to. I don't want to be a part of this. It's an outlet for me. Hey, and I got a gig. I actually got a gig. Thursday night, I'm going to be at AT and T Field, working the southeast. I guess I'm going to be the MC or the whatever for the Southeast Lineman Training Center graduation. That's a big place down in Trenton where they train guys to work on power lines and stuff. And there's going to be over 200 guys from all over the country graduating from that school. And they've asked yours truly to be the guy that, introduces everybody and, you know, does some stuff and yeah, because I, you know, it's, it's something to do because I am sitting here. I was talking to somebody today and if football season is scrapped, I will have gone from March. I will have not done a gig since March. And all we can hope for is if football is scrapped until the spring, hopefully we have basketball. Because unless you've lived it and been on that table with that microphone in front of you and doing player introductions and File on number 23, Jane Smith, her fifth. But you emphasize the fifth because that means she has to come out of the game because I'm not going to steal Quake's line. Their fifth foul, they are disqualified. I just emphasize the fifth. That way the crowd knows it's time for them to come out of the game. But thanks to everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, it wasn't 
much. Maybe some stuff will break that we can talk about tomorrow night. If not, we'll definitely be back Sunday at 7 o'clock, joined by Rusty Parkhill of Scenic City Sports, and they're going to bring you up to the minute on how the guys over at Scenic City Sports are going to handle the high school football season because, folks, they took what Stump Martin started and they're taking it to the next level. Because you can watch these Friday night highlight shows on your local news. That is all responsible because of Stump Martin and what he started when he started covering high school football in the area. So join us. We'll we'll give you a notice if we're going to be here tomorrow night. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Sandra. Thanks to everybody that joined in. Thanks to my grandson, Austin, my daughter, Amy, and my great-grandchild, Ashley. But we'll let you know. Otherwise, we will, if we're going to be here tomorrow night, otherwise, we will see you Sunday night, 7 o'clock. Remember, folks, please be kind to each other. Good night.